So Lisa, you handed me this book, Lord Renew Your Wonders. It's a spiritual gift for today. What, yeah. what is this all about? Um, it's about um, Damien Stain is a um, charismatic, um, gifted, well, he's spiritually gifted in many areas. And so he uh, tells us about how all the, there's all these um, miracles throughout the world, especially in Africa and um, third world countries that people don't know about. And then he uh, allows us to have some knowledge about how to tap into some of these spiritual gifts. Very cool. So, and you actually bought this book and didn't get it from the library? I bought it through Thrift Books, and no, I did not pay three ninety nine. What did you pay? Like twelve ninety nine. Sorry to hear that, because that was just you got ripped off. I got off. ripped off. It's very rare for Lisa to get ripped well, off. Well, I didn't know about the three ninety nine tag on there. That's until okay. I received it. They probably should have taken that off. But I'm Deacon Dave. I'm layperson Lisa. Welcome to the, the Deacon, Deacon Dave and Layperson Lisa, Lisa show. show. Well, it may feel like I'm going back to back to back on readings, and just, you are correct. Yes, I couldn't handle the other so, one. This is chapter 69. Hopefully there won't be anything in here that will cause Lisa to lose it. <laughs> for the leader, according to Lilies of David, save me, God, for the waters have reached my neck. I have sunk into the mire of the deep where there is no foothold. I have gone down to the watery depths. The flood overwhelms me. I am weary with crying out. My throat is parched. My eyes fail from looking for my God. More numerous than the hairs of my head are those who hate me without cause. Those who would destroy me are mighty, my enemies without reason. Must I now restore what I did not steal? God, you know my folly. My faults are not hidden from you. Let those who wait in hope of you, Lord of hosts, not be shamed because of me. Let those who seek you, God of Israel, not be disgraced because of me. For it is on your account I bear insult, that disgrace covers my face. I have become an outcast to my kindred, a stranger to my mother's children. Because zeal for your house has consumed me, I am scorned by those who scorn you. When I am humbled my spirit with fasting, this led only to scorn. When I clothed myself in sackcloth, I became a byword for them. Those who sit in the gate gossip about me, drunkards make me the butt of songs. But I will pray to you, Lord, at a favorable time. God, in your abundant kindness, answer me with your sure deliverance. Rescue me from the mire and do not let me sink. Rescue me from those who hate me and from the watery depths. Do not let the flood waters overwhelm me, nor the deep swallow me, nor the pit close its mouth over me. Answer me, Lord, in your generous love. In your great mercy, turn to me. Do not hide your face from your servant. Hasten to answer me, for I am in distress. Come and redeem my life because of my enemies ransom me. You know my reproach, my shame, my disgrace. Before you stand all my foes. Insult has broken my heart, and I despair. I looked for compassion, but there was none. For comforters, but found none. Instead, they gave me poison for my food, and for my thirst they gave me vinegar. May their own table be a snare for them and their communion offering to trap. Make their eyes so dim they cannot see, keep their backs ever feeble. Pour out your wrath upon them. Let the fury of your anger overtake them. Make their camp desolate, with none to dwell in their tents. For they pursued the one you struck, added to the pain of the one you wounded. Heap punishment upon their punishment. Let them gain from you no vindication. 
may they be blotted from the book of life, not registered among the just. But here I am miserable and in pain. Let your saving help protect me, God, that I may praise God's name in song and glorify it with thanksgiving. That will please the Lord more than oxen, more than bulls with horns and hooves. See you lowly ones and be glad. You who seek God, take heart. For the Lord hears the poor and does not spurn those in bondage. Let the heaven and the earth praise him, the seas and whatever moves in them. For God will rescue Zion and rebuild the cities of Judah. They will dwell there and possess it. The descendants of God's servants will inherit it. Those who love God's name will dwell in it. And what are you thinking, Lisa? Well, the first thing that struck me was in the beginning when um, the psalmist was talking about, um, save me, God, for the waters have reached my neck. And I just thought about Peter. And um, it's actually mentioned in the book that um, we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast, how you don't, um, well, I never really thought about this before, was um, like Peter had to go or like probably 100 yards to get to Jesus. Mm -hmm. So he almost made it all the way to him because Jesus was close enough to reach and pull him out of the water. But so he um, had faith for so much of the the walk on the water towards Jesus. And then at the end, he started thinking that he was doing it instead of Jesus. And that's why he uh, sunk. And then, um, and I never ever thought about this. The um, author on in the book says that uh, Jesus and Peter had to walk together back on the water to get to the boat. But you don't think about that. No, no. Or he could have just moved over to the boat. Or waited for the boat. No, he could have just moved right to the boat. He could, you know. Swam could, to the boat. No, he could have just went from one place to another in the boat. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But I like, I like that. Um, I liked that um, uh, imagery because, you know, then um, during our times of struggle, so like when Peter started sinking into the water, you know, Jesus pulled him out and Jesus pulls us out of our struggles and then he walks with us. Yeah, no, so, I like that. And yeah. he can help us walk on water. Yeah, exactly. In places where we don't think we can go with his help that we are able to go. Yeah. When 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 I this same line struck me too and it reminded me of a time I was in Cozumel and I was I was um I was snorkeling. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing. We we didn't go far enough out to get to the reef and so where we were we were doing nothing and I saw a barracuda on top of the water. Uh-huh. And it started to freak me out. <laughs> And, yeah. and so I, I was having trouble breathing and it was a little, <laughs> oh, and I, no. I thought for like a, like a, a short period of time that I was going to drown, right? Oh, no. because I'm seeing this barracuda. It's like, I'm getting tired. We've got to get back in. And, you know, so anxiety takes yeah. over, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden your body's not able to respond oh, wow. the way it normally would. Yeah. And so I calmed myself down, right? And I was able to swim back out. And I think we have to do the same thing, right? When when life kind of comes at us mm-hmm. or things didn't turn out the way we would, like I wasn't on the reef, mm-hmm. that we can't let anxiety overcome us. Yeah. And we just have to stop and be still and know that he's God. Yeah. And then we can continue, like you said, to with him to walk on the water. Yeah. But in that moment, yeah, I was over my head and the waves were coming. Yeah. Gasping for air yeah. and oh, kind man. Of starting to freak out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Which there was really no reason for me to freak out. Yeah. You know, because... Well, like you said, I think anxiety gets the best of us and then it can paralyze us in certain situations. And and the devil wants us to be paralyzed. Oh, yeah. 
because if we don't feel like we can move, then even when God's, you know, thank goodness that God reaches his hand out even when we're not reaching up and he can still, Mm, he can still yank us up. He can still yank (laughs) us up. You know what I mean? There was a great picture in a Knights of Columbus retreat where they did exactly that. Jesus was on the water Mm -hmm. and they took the picture of each man Mm -hmm. and they put his face in the water and God was reaching his hand down to them. Each of the Knights of Columbus? Yeah, so they took a picture oh, of each, each, cool. each person. They took a picture of them at the beginning of the retreat. Oh, my gosh. And then someone came and Photoshopped them into the picture. Oh, that's really cool. As the person, as Jesus is reaching for Yeah. And then at the end of the retreat, as you're kind of going through all of this, they give them that picture. Oh, nice. Right. So, yeah. So we can all imagine those times in our life where, um, you know, Jesus is reaching down and, and he wants to pick us up. Yeah. And there's like an, a cool painting that I've seen online a bunch of times. Like it's just like Jesus's hand like plunged underwater. And mm-hmm. that's all it is. But I was like, oh, that's really cool. It's very cool. Yeah. I, there was a picture on one of the backgrounds that we did for a retreat where it was uh, Jesus's face was reflecting on the water. Oh, yeah, that's cool. That's very cool. Well, Lisa, I think that that's a fair amount for that one. Okay. Because we could spend another 20 minutes on this. Oh, wow. Probably. Okay. I'm Deacon Dave. My personal Lisa. See you next time. Bye.